Good evening, it's Dr. Simcha Cohen, and it's Dr. Simcha and Nisim. <laughs> Nisim, the technician. No, Nisim, the Nisim, my friend. Nisim, the Dr. Simcha and Nisim. It sounds good. Anyways, so we're starting the summer. The summer is a very interesting time. For me, the summer means my kids go away. And the truth is, without kids, Life is very, very empty. So, but we, we, kids need to have a safe and clean environment. And so kids need to go to camp is very important. For kids to be in the city, I understand. But I don't envision that we're going to have a lot of kids callers tonight. So I wanted to open up the lines to parents. Because the truth is, Hashem did give me a gift. I talk to kids. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know how it comes. But it's a gift from Hashem. Everything is a gift from Hashem. But when we say Hashem sometimes I have in mind when you talk to kids that's if you speak to kids and you're able to communicate with kids it's just from Hashem. I wish I could say it's a science. But I make a commitment that if I could help people understand or learn what to say it's my job evidently. So any parents that want to call in 718-683-5858 questions about how to talk to kids or what kids need to hear. Maybe, you know, maybe it's because I'm a kid, really, because <laughs> I never grew up. So I know what kids feel and what kids think. But generally, when I'm talking to a kid, I think like a kid. And I think, what would a kid feel? I also think that kids are underrated. Kids really have experiences and emotions like adults do. And we often think that they don't. They don't always have the words to say it. They don't have the ways to express it. But we need to understand that they pick up pretty much everything on every level. I, I heard it in, in my in, in, in four-and-a-half-year-old girl that told me that her teacher really doesn't understand her. And she said, my teacher doesn't know anything about me. And that was a four-and-a-half-year-old girl's way of saying that her teacher didn't understand her. But she was right. The teacher was clueless. And how she ended up teaching four nephew-year-old girls. But this girl figured it out. Because the girl had energy and the teacher didn't understand it. I think the worst feeling that any person could have is to be misunderstood. Have you ever been in a situation as an adult where you felt misunderstood? where you were trying to convey one message and another message came across. I was once stuck in an airport in Greece and it was like 2.30 in the morning and you got to know that the people that they employ in airports at 2.30 in the morning don't speak two languages. <laughs> they only speak Greek. And the only thing I knew how to say in Greek was ladies and gentlemen because that was the first two words that they made before every announcement on the TWA airlines. Kitty hit kitty, which means... Ladies and gentlemen, evidently, everything after that was Greek to me. But I needed a bathroom. And I didn't know how to get to the right bathroom. And they didn't have the little men and lady signs on the bathroom. Because I guess it didn't get to Greece in 1980. But it was so frustrating. Because no matter how I communicated, I wasn't able to get anything across. And then, until finally, I I waited. I used my brain, so I waited in front of the bathroom. At 2.30 in the morning, they weren't very a lot of traffic, so it took a while till finally someone came out and I determined by process of illumination which one was the right one. It was so frustrating. It was so frustrating. Imagine what a kid feels like when they're trying to tell you something and they can't get it through to you. Or imagine when you're, when you're suspected of something that you didn't do and you're accused of something that you didn't do and you don't understand why people are angry at you. Very often kids don't understand. And we need to tell them. We need to explain to them calmly what it is that we're upset about. 718-683-5858, that's the call-in number. You can text at 347-927-8398. Is that an 8 or a 3? Yeah, 8398. You can listen to us live at 712-432-4217. Okay. The idea is... And 718-506-9099. 718-506-9099. Five zero six nine zero nine nine, and so press one, 
and one, and this is live. Okay. This is the there you archive. go. This I, is the archive. Okay. So that's it. So those are our call numbers. Anybody that's listening, it's raining out, so you're probably not out eating dinner or something. You're probably at home. I know the second I get into the car, I put on my JRoot app. The second I get into the car, I put on my JRoot I don't even think, you know something? You see, my radio doesn't have dials. My radio is broken. I don't have a radio in my car anymore. I mean, it, it, I can't make it louder. I put on my JRoot app. It goes into my Bluetooth, and I live on JRoot Radio. So I don't understand. I don't understand. And I'm sorry. This is something I just have to say. I don't understand how we are not inundated with people who want to support us. You have to put your money where your mouth is. People out there. This is something. It's essential. This, the, the station is living off the back of, of individuals. And it's not, it's not a big commitment. You know what? If a person would commit to $10 a month, off their credit card, ten dollars a month. That's all. You know what? We spend that much on these stupid internet subscriptions for like virus scanners and things like that, and they, they just take it off automatically. I look at the end of the year and say, "Oh my gosh, I spent like ten dollars a month for to maintain my viruses on Norton antivirus." But I don't think about it because end of the year, what is it? Can you imagine the investment the person would make if they just call up J Root Radio at the radio station number, and they say, you know what? I care enough about keeping the station alive, and I want to commit $10 a month. That's less than we spend on coffee, I guarantee you. And the return is a lot more of a kick. You got to know. You can't imagine the amount of Torah and the amount of chizuk and the amount of nikiyut, cleanliness, that is promoted by the station, the people could open up a station. I don't have to listen to my radio. I don't have to hear the, the, the even, you know, somebody just opens up and I hear something and I love music. I'm a big music person. So inadvertently, I'll listen to something on the radio. I'll just pop into my head. I don't have to listen to that ever because I don't touch my radio. I put my JRoot app on the second. And who doesn't have a phone with apps? Everybody does. We can't live without it now. So it's, it's just $10 a month. I mean, hey, you want to get more? Adarabha. We'll, we'll take it. We won't tell you, sorry, $10, $10 limit. But you know what? Everybody and anybody can do that. And if people would do that, it would make us able to do so much more. There's so much more that we could do. There's, we, we, used to, we had plans for promotional events. We had plans for, for rallies. We had plans for this. There's no reason why. We went through three weeks of tefillot, and J-Root Radio wasn't at the head organizing these things. doesn't make sense. We have thousands of listeners. Thousands. That are th- if you think you're the only one who puts on your J-Root app, you're wrong. We have records. We see how many people are listening to the apps. Sometimes up to 9,000 people at one time. Where are these people coming from? It, it, it's, a, it's an internet app, so they could be coming from different countries. We have listeners from different countries. So if you think that it's just the New York area, once you're in the app, when I'm in the mountains, I'm listening to JRoot. When I drive up, I do traveling. When I drive to Buffalo or I drive to Schenectady or, or Albany, I'm listening to JRoot because it's on the internet. And you know what? I'm learning about Bishul Akum because I'm listening to Halakha in the morning. And I'm learning so many new things. So listen, it's not a big thing. And it's probably something that you just have to remember to do. So this is Simcha Cohen telling you remember to do it. And you know what? At the end, of the, at the end, it's going to be the one thing that they pull out and they say like, you know, it's like that. When I got married, my father had saving bonds that I got by my bar mitzvah. And like someone gave me a $25 savings bond that my father just put away. When I got married, we cashed it in. Willie. It was a lot more than $25. I said, like, whoa, this is found money. It was a lot of money. I had, like, like, like four $500 worth of savings bonds, cashed it in. It was, like, it came out to a lot of money. because, But it was forgotten. It was in a safety deposit box for, 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 for 15 years. So you, at the end of the day, persons go up to Shemayim, and they say, hey, that 10 bucks you invested in J-Root once a month, 
That was your best investment. You ended up, it, it accrued an interest of who knows what, hunt off what. Because it's so easy. It's so easy. You know, you give money to a yeshiva, hopefully it's going to go for the Torah. You give money for, for, for a chesed, hopefully it's going to go for a chesed. These organizations have big budgets. And money, it's all used for the right thing. But money gets lost. Over here, this is a very, very, very modest operation. The money goes straight to the operation. There's no big rents. There's no big, big cost for, for, we don't have big technology. We're not renting a satellite. We don't have, uh, we, we don't have stars coming in from left and right. We're, we're not running media events with celebrities. I was once at a Chinese auction where they wanted to have Jerry Seinfeld come. $35,000 he wanted to perform at a Chinese auction. I want to put, take it in that box. Forget it. So, of course, we didn't do it, but how do you justify such a thing? Taking, We couldn't. The rabbi said, take tzedakah money and spend it on a ridiculous expense like that. This is no, this is straight to the point. You have in your heart, in your mind, you know you love the station, you know you love what it does. Translate it into mitziut. It's, um, it's bottom line, bottom line. And this is me speaking. I'm just Simcha Cohen. I'm like you. I encountered the station as a passerby, and the station has given me an opportunity to do something that I love, and it's given me the ability to speak to kids, and I have such tremendous appreciation for what this station does and what it stands for, and and we just need to keep it going. That's what I have to say. Simcha, <laughs> Dr. Simcha. You know, it's it's funny because I, 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 we started talking about uh, other issues and since suddenly you throw this, uh, uh, you know, instead the psychiatrist or talking show, you become an economic... Uh, econ- this, is, this is an economy. Supporting J-Root is life. It's it's really you know what if you if you see the the text messages that pe- people send us or the email, and it's really give tears in my eyes, and uh, lifeline this is the life my lifeline and it's not it's no joke that's what, what what people feel about it and that's what I feel about it, and the, every time that I mention that uh, I, I I have enough uh, really I, I have enough today I just spoke with some my someone that called me. And I said, I, I, I have enough. I just, I cannot take it. You know, Bemet, it's so tough. I, I don't know. You know, it's maybe I, I need a therapist. Uh, what, what kind of Meshuga am I uh, standing behind, you know, and talking uh, what know, I'm doing here, you know? You know what? You know what? No, no. That's, uh, you don't need a therapist. You need money. <laughs> that's you know, the that, <laughs> bottom line. No, because it's really it's it's something that uh, it's it's not uh, if it's, if let's say that it if we have a business that is not working good, so you close it, right? Ah, but see, what's that's the, okay. But, but I'm measure- saying I'm, I'm I'm already I'm already for four years. I'm eight years on this uh, organization. But, but Nisim Tzadik, it's not a business. The business uh, I, of this radio station is Harbatzat Torah. That's the business of the radio station, and that it's being very successful. The economics of the radio station is a challenge, and that's something we have to work on. It's the economics of the radio station. That's that's what it is, and and we have to we, we have to be able to solve that problem. The success, you know what? The bottom line is that Hakadosh Baruch Hu determines determines what happens with this, and and that that that's that's the bottom line. Hashem determines what happens with this, and He's the one that, that that tells us what we need to do, and we have to continue doing it. And there's nothing we could do about it. Uh, doctor, you uh, you know what? This is the only thing that really, when I get up in the morning, and uh, you know, just uh, open open the the my apps, my phone, and listen. The radio, you know, I tell you some story. I just 
two days ago, I'm driving upstate. What, yesterday? Yeah, it's yesterday. Yeah, yesterday? Yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm out of time, you know. But, oh, I wanted to start the program that the kids are out of the house, and, you know, this is the first time in my life, I would say, it, when, since I'm married, that I'm alone home. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's amazing. I have only my daughter that, that she barely, I barely see it, but the other ones, my wife in Israel, my other daughter in Israel, my sons in Israel, everybody's there. And I'm just, and everybody invited me come Shabbat. I said, you know what? Let me have one Shabbat peaceful. <laughs> it's amazing, but it's 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 really quiet. It's so strange. It's so it's very strange. strange. Very strange that you. See. I, I never had it. You know, I know that you guys going to up to the state, and uh, yeah, you, you know, so yes. so you 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 used to it. But we, I, I never, I never used to be. Uh, I think that the, the most of the time I left my wife is was like a few days. Uh, it's, it, it's, my, I don't. The truth is that my wife and family are upstate, but my wife comes back one night during the week. Uh -huh. I have somebody that stays with the kids, and because I don't, I don't like to be away from my my family. For to be alone for, for for too long is not is not a good thing. But the the fact is that being alone is important. It's something that I, first day or two, so I was able to make my learning, do my things. But the truth is, it gives me an appreciation for the commotion of the year. It does it gives me a lot of appreciation. Okay. Uh, okay. So before we continue, we have. I know that we we're going to do it. Uh, we're working now on the promo about it and put it in our website. It's a petition to the White House okay. about uh, stop supporting the Hamas. And uh, if somebody will be, it will be the link in our website. But I can say that right now it's petition HTTP uh, petition White House. Gov slash petitions slash stop all founding Palestinians authority and be J as you know what you know read my glasses is uh it says stop all stop dash all dash funding dash Palestinian dash authority backslash NBJB G6, G8. In other words, go to our website and get the address. You know, this You know, this will be the, the... We're working on it right now, the technician working on this to put it on this and also to work on a, on a, on a promo for this. And this is very important. I know that uh, we was very successful with the you know, other petition in the White House. We raised 100,000. The truth that... I, I'm I'm not so optimistic about this White House. It seems like uh, I don't know. I don't want to change the color of the White House, but uh, it doesn't seem like so white. And <laughs> but we have to do our our ishtadlut. We have to do our this petition. We can do our to raise uh, uh, most in in you know again. So I told you about driving in the upstate, and I put my uh, my apps you know, on the on the Bluetooth and listen to this uh, the radio. And I, I look in the mirror, I see a flashlight behind, you know, the flashes are behind me. I said, I didn't drive fast, I didn't. So I, I pulled over. Oh no. A lady came out, she asked me, do you know why I pulled you over? And I, I'm listening to the funeral, you know, so get, uh, you know, I said, you know what, in the meantime that I saw the light, I said, oh, Baruch Hashem, it's only police, but uh, what, you know, what can I do? And so she said, you know, you was obstacle to a emergency vehicle. Yes, I, I, I look at it say like I did. not not even one sign on a bumper of the police. Not not on on the roof light. <laughs> Only when she opened the light, not even a siren. I saw it. I pulled her immediately. But uh, you know, go argue with uh, this. No, you know, you can, you, argue. you can argue over there, and it's it's amazing. But I said, you know what. I said, I clapped my hand, I said, uh, Baruch Hashem, you know, I listened to, the, and she told me, close the radio, lower the radio, the radio. I said, yes, officer, no officer. I said, no, I said, Baruch Hashem, thanks God, you know. That that's it's only, you know, uh, it's it was so, you know, it's it's amazing. My father was a, a Mohel in upstate New York, in Rochester, Syracuse, Buffalo area. 
So he was driving. My father loved to fix cars. So he used to never had a new car. He always fixed his car. So the car he was driving at that time, the the speedometer wasn't so. 100%. It was 100%. So he's driving. He's going to a, a mental institution to do a Pesach Seder two or three days before Pesach. So the police pull him over. So the state trooper comes over to him and says, uh, give me a license and registration. He gives it to him. He goes, how fast were you going, Rabbi? So he goes, I don't know. My father was Ish Emet. He goes, I don't know. My speedometer doesn't work. But I felt like I was going not so fast. So he says, you were going very fast. He goes, okay. He goes, where are you running to? So my father said, I'm going to do a Passover service in, in the Newark Developmental Center. So the officer puts his hat back and looks at my father with a face and says, uh, Passover is Sunday night. Tonight's Thursday night. Now tell me the truth. So my father said, that is the truth. I'm an Orthodox rabbi. So it's a mock Seder. So he says, uh, you're an Orthodox rabbi? Where? So my father says, in Rochester. So he says, maybe you know my mother. So my father says, who's your mother? So he tells him, father looks at him and says, you're like 28, 29? He goes, yeah. He goes, your name's like a J? He goes, Jonathan. He goes, I circumcised you, officer. <laughs> <laughs> and the officer said, I can't give my Moel a ticket. He let my father off. It's like, <laughs> I wouldn't say that about this uh, lady officer. <laughs> no, you couldn't, you couldn't, definitely not. She was an Irish, uh, seems like an Irish lady. <laughs> but I, I, I had, a, I, I got, I did a U-turn in Bedford Stuyvesant, and I was stopped by a cop, and it was an ex-student of mine from Yeshiva of Kings Bay. Wow! And he reminded me. He says, "Rabbi Cohen," he reminded me. But, but you know what? It's everything. Every step that we take. Every time something happens to us, it's for a reason. Yeah, that's that's no question. It's really no question. I said, I ask. I'm telling uh, the Kadosh Baruch I'm asking, you know, basically myself, what kind of signs, what kind of uh, simanim. I know that it's the big siman. It's it's amazing. Many, many rabbis said it about it, you know, about these 18 days of none found mm. these boys. And I think these 18 days, it shows us the high of Am Israel. Right. You know, it's it's amazing. It's It, it's, it, it was like at five minutes place from their place you know it's not even long and, and the most sophisticated trackers yeah, yeah, in the world yes. and they said you know because i don't he know wanted if, us to pray he yeah. just wanted yes that. he didn't want it to stop we can't stop no you know what what's amazing also the bodies of this bachurim i don't know if you heard about it no. the heva kadisha and they say it's 18 days in a very, very hot summer over there, right? Not body can stay over there. The body was completely, not even warm, warm. Really? Not even dirt on them. Wow. It was unbelievable. The, 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 the Zika guys from the, the Rabbanut, they said they never saw it like this. They was expecting to see uh, that they were the body. And you see the picture of the Levaya, of the funeral, and you see that it's really uh, bodies. Wow. That's what they said, the Kedoshim and Aroge Malchut. Never the body, never get... Uh, it's it's reminded the story of the, the Aroge Malchut in uh, 1948 or 40, 40, 40, I think 45. Eliyahu Hakim and Eliyahu Betsuri, the two guys that basically... Um, was killed killed by the British in uh, in uh, Cairo, and in the 19th, after the peace treatment with uh, Sadat, they brought back these uh, two bodies, and they was completely bodies. Wow. See, you know what? This is the thing. We think that there's something called nature. There's nothing called nature. Hashem governs nature, and. My father, the, the 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 fact that my father told me a story that happened with Rabbi Meir, who was the was Rishon Lezion in the thirties, in 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 Yerushalayim, 
and they used to escort him to and from shul. And he told me a story that he was there, he saw, that they were walking, and at the time it started the Moraot, started the, the pogroms in the 30s, 40s, and an Arab kid came out, and to embarrass the rabbi, he started to go to the bathroom, to, to embarrass the rabbi. So the rabbi looked at him and said, Tashtin. And on their way back from shul, all the Arabs came out to the rabbi and begged him, please, 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 you have to stop. You have to stop. The rabbi said, what do you mean stop? He says, after the rabbi said Tashtin, he didn't stop going to the bathroom. He was almost dead. He said, you have to stop. His body's drained from fluids. So the rabbi said, Tafsi. So they said, it's a mofet. It's, it's a miracle. So the rabbi said, no. The miracle is that Hashem stops it. All I did was say, let it stay as it is. The fact that Hashem opens our body and closes our body, the fact that he allows the process to happen, that's the, that's the miracle. To think that that it's just ha- take that for granted? What do you mean take that for granted? That's Hashem's actions from Hashem. All I said was leave it alone. So it wasn't a miracle. I just said leave it alone. <laughs> you know, I, we're talking about yeah, Hashem, the, 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 what the Kadosh Baruch Hu is doing in this world. It's we have to be really blind to see the Yad Hashem on every single moment. You know, as you're holding your cup right now. Yep. And just sitting here, this is a miracle by itself. A miracle 100%. that we are just, our, our voice running through the mic and running through the small wires and going over there and go to the electromagnetic field and go to the, the, the website and all this. It's, it's, ama- it's, it's a miracle, you know. It's a miracle that I never dreamed to, that to be part of this. I even, you know, just think that it's, it's, it's a miracle that I have, I have seven kids, Baruch Hashem. I have, I, I have so many things, Baruch Hashem. And it's, it's a miracle by itself. And it's a miracle that you have all these obstacles just to give us the chizuk and coming closer more and more to ask Avinu Sheba Shamayim, you know, please, Help us! <laughs> it's not. It's it, it, it's it's you know Abba. You you're the big one. You you you're only one. You're only the one. only one. You know what's you know what makes such an impression on me that that we have nobody else to rely on. Here we have a situation. It's gotten to a point where we're so vulnerable, and we realize that. That you, I, I send my kids to the corner, and I, Baruch Hashem, they come home. I'm thankful to Hashem. We live in such a crazy time, and to the parents of these boys, I think it's such an unbelievable thing. There was no political maneuvering. There was no criticism of the government. There was no, no, no saying that they did this wrong. They did this wrong. All the parents said was, pray. Yeah, yeah, it's all they said. And you know what? They went to consult. The, they didn't consult the politicians. They went to the rabbis. Right. It's amazing. They it's went a, to the Rav Kanevsky, to Rav Yalashiva. All this, you know, because they, it, they it, went to it, the... They could, have, they could have created such a political upheaval yes. with the policies with Hamas and making peace. And this and that. Not one word. And the government didn't, didn't know what to do about it because it was unilaterally in support of these parents because they didn't take sides. It was just... Doctor, let's uh, you know. Let's see if somebody uh, want to say something. You know, really, it's uh, it's a little bit uh, anybody quiet wanna, here. Anybody yeah. home? Anybody. <laughs> anybody out there? Where is everybody? Like that lot of commercial. Where is everybody? Seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. That you know, I'm sure you have a phone on you. And also. Uh, you know that uh, somebody asking if USA support is is the USA is supporting Hamas? The question mark. So uh, it's not the USA support direct. It's the the illegal organization. Basically, they allowed to transfer money to the Hamas, and that's one the the what we want to support. But to, my, to, my question is like yes. this: I think that it was a miracle that America supported Israel. I think the fact that, that they're supporting Hamas is just part of the process of us knowing that as secure as we are in America, we're in Galut, and we have to just, we can't get so comfortable. 
we have to understand that that the infrastructure of the American, for the fact that the Americans are making a big deal out of this Palestinian kid and they're saying, they're criticizing, and what did they say about the three Israeli boys? Nothing. The, this, you know what? It's not even one boy or three boys. You know what? I want to, uh, to ask you. If you will see the pictures and the move and the, the videos that coming from Syria, from Lebanon, from Iraq, from Iran, and from all over the, uh, the Middle East, in Afghanistan, you see over there what going on with total, complete cities are destroyed. Millions of people, refugees. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, died. People died over there. And nobody opened their mouth. Nobody does nothing. When I saw this this so-called uh, creature, I don't know what to call him, you know, this creature, he slashed his enemy uh, basically, it's two Muslims, you know, two Muslim guys, right. you know, he slashes the, open his, uh, his the chest, pull up the art, you see it in the video, you know, and it is out, the art is still pumping. I'm telling you, I couldn't believe to my eyes. I couldn't believe. I saw, I saw that the, uh, last, I, uh, last week I got the video for groups of, you know, people sitting on, on the, st- sitting on their knees. And a group and other people shooting them one after one, one after another, you know. Without, you know, it's like, it's like not even knowing the cockroach, the cockroach you feel, you know, after you eat cockroach, you, you, I have you, trouble you, stepping on a cockroach. Yeah, you know, and what is this? What kind of evil they are? And that's why I say about our, our station here, this is like, this is the light, it's a small candlelight on this dark wall. This is the, this is all about Yiddishkeit. This is it. This Yiddish guy is, is a, the light of it's this, you know. The, the, the dark is trying to swallow the swallow, but the small light can do something. It's a bastion of purity that exists. It's a, it's the final. It's it's the last. And you know what? We're so careful with what type of music we play. We're so careful with what type of broadcasting, because we realize that it's so easy to be overtaken by this media media frenzy, by this by the fad and the in the the attitude attitude of, of, of what's going on over there. Doctor, we have uh, a very, very loyal listener to us. Hello? Hello. What's the topic? What's the topic? The topic is whatever's on your mind, Sadiq. What are you doing for the summer? Going to day camp. You're going to day camp. This is Mr. Modes, right? No? No. Who's this? Yehuda. Yehuda? Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you doing? You enjoying day camp? I didn't start yet. Really? I thought day camp started. I'm not not calling from Brooklyn. Nah, okay. I understand. He's from Lakewood. From Lakewood. And he's one of the biggest fans of uh, radio stations. Okay. And he's a junior reporter. Okay. So I have to meet him. Yeah. When are you coming into Brooklyn, Yuda? I don't know. I came last Sunday. Ah, so they have to give me advance notice. Sundays I'm in the mountains, but but uh, have to give me. Bezalzim will send you a VIP ticket. Yeah, we'll get you. Uh, well, we have flights in from Lakewood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's on? What do you think the topic should be tonight? Anything. Anything. We are just talking about Yad Hashem. We're talking about how we have to see Hashem in everything. How old are you, Yehuda? Ten. Ten. Shem and everything? No. You're such an honest boy. I love you. You know what? That is such... that For that alone, my whole night was worth it. To have a ten-year-old boy to give me an honest answer like that, you, you, are a, you are a great boy who's going to be a greater adult. Because most kids would say yes. But you said the truth. No, I don't see the Yad Hashem in everything. I work on it. At my age, I work on it. And that's honestly, we have to try. And that's a, a job every day of every minute of every life. That's what we do. That's why we pray. That's why we do all these things. But, uh, but this, is, this, is, this is great. So are you looking forward to day camp? Oh, boy. Okay, I was just given a organic hot chili lollipop. I have to see how this works. Do you ever taste 
One of these, Yehuda? No. Okay, this is going to be an interesting... This is my favorite candies. Really? Yeah, I... my favorite. You know, when I was in Mexico, I was l loved the food and especially the candies. The hot, sweet candies, pickled mango, unbelievable really? candies. You know, just... And I saw it in a grocery, you know, in the shuk. And it's... This is interesting. I'm going to tell you if I... <laughs> I'm not really a fan of spicy, but I have to see how it works. <laughs> This is a Moroccan candy. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for calling, Yehuda. Okay. Do you have anything you want to shout out? No. Okay. Don't sound so sad. Summer's going to be great. Okay? Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Oh, I disconnected the lady just now. We just disconnected the lady. So please call us again. Sorry, lady. You call us again. But you know what? Uh, Hi, you're on the air. Yeah. How are you? Uh, okay, how are you? Baruch Hashem. Thank God. Okay, what I want to hear, I want to just ask, what's, um, what do you think of what happened to these three boys? So we were talking about it, and right. we think that if Hashem... Would they like our carbon for us to for us to do tshuva, to to uh, to, to do you know like it's it's unfortunate. Look, Gilad Shalit was held for five years, right? And what we gave back so many for one, for us for us even one person is like a cool kalam Yisrael, and That's for right. them it's giving back thousands of Arabs and giving back terrorists and giving back people that are just doing the same thing over again. For us, just getting back one is more than anything else. Right. Well, I think that we can give 5,000 errors back for one Jew because, you know what, Hashem protects us. And it, it, we have to do everything and anything we can to sacrifice one Jew. The thing is, these boys were dead the whole time. Hashem wanted us to pray. Hashem did not let us find them. Right. Hashem wanted us to do. I think what I, I think, my thing, my theory is that I, the, it was like, they found the car, they found bloodstains in the car, the Israelis, and the 95% they knew that they're dead. But they didn't want to tell out anybody until, for certain, for us maybe to become, you know, for, uh, call on Israel to know that, you know, this, yes, they're, they're, they're not here, but we have to get closer and we have to do things better and to bring us closer. And unfortunately, it took 18 days. It's a very good point, and I recognize who you are, and you always have good points. You're a very I mean, smart lady. Yeah, but what, 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 what's your point of, of doing like the next step? Like our president said we should sit back. Uh, our president should <laughs> take a long walk on a short pier. I say our president should be, he's one of those. He needs to be impeached. I think he shouldn't be, I, I have other things to say okay. about our president. But you okay, know not in the, uh, look, one thing that I wanted to do, the next step for us, it always was the, the Jewish people, you know, it's come close to HaKadosh Baruch come close to each other, love each other, and first of all, love yourself. By loving yourself, you love other people and become better Eid and better, a better person, you know, because when we see what happened to us in this world right now, in this time of this generation, it's really scary. Yeah, it's but really I, don't you agree, look, I want to just ask you a point. If, if this boy called the Shote in Israel, the head of that, and they thought it was a crank, they, and again, they thought it was a crank, and then they, you can hear it on the phone, three live bullets, and you could hear them saying, um, Lamata, Lamata, to put their heads down. That means that they were going to shoot them. Why? Because, they had, because the, the, one of the boys had a phone. But I'll tell you a little story what I happened, happened to me. I was in Israel a few years ago, okay? And my family went down to the hotel by the tour, Right, and I was in a cab, and I asked the Chayel by the by the by the by the base, which car can I get into? Because I know Friday night we had a walk, right. so I said. So she tells me, okay, this car you can get into. I get into the car. Well, little did I know, he knew he obviously saw that I'm a tourist, and he was an Arab. I guess she well, she was on the phone, and she didn't really pay much attention. And all of a sudden, he starts talking to me like, oh, I take your house, my friend, my friend. I said, I was like, where am I? Here, my husband's in the tunnel. I have a phone. I didn't think. Like, it's like, it's like them thinking. They use their phone right away. Instead. Maybe they would have not used their phone. They would have had more time. But I thought the same. I used my phone the first instant. Take your phone in your hand and call. 
Uh, I called, but I, he said, no, no, I take you, I take you, my friend, my friend. I knew if I opened the door, I don't know where I am. Now I would know where I was, but I saw the Shashem sign, and he pulled his friends over. He pulled his two Arab friends over. He wanted to put them in the car. I held the handle from the door. I said, if I go out, I'm, I'm a jeopardy. If I stay in, I'm a jeopardy also. I said, it's either me or your friends, I told him. So he goes, oh, 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 oh. At the end, I came to my hotel, my destination, but he didn't take me all the way up to where you're supposed to go by the doors. He dropped me off on the bottom, and he asked me for 1700 shkalim. I will never forget that. That's like $500. And the, the, the guy who patrols the hotel, he, he saw me sweating, and he saw me coming up Friday. It was like, I was like, I can't, I can't. He goes, what, what happened? I said, I gave him, how much you gave him? I said, 1700 What? He told me, you're crazy, you're crazy. Woo, woo. Where's, where's, where's the taxi? I said, he's down. He didn't leave me on top, you know. Well, you didn't take a plate number. You didn't take anything. You didn't take any. I said, no, I didn't know. I, why'd you give him 1700 I said, I was happy to be alive, and I'm happy to be here. And he took out his pistol. They had the little pistols, and he started to run after him. But he saw so he's not getting anywhere. He goes, I said, you know what? Kapara on the money, kapara on everything. And I'm here alive, and I'm here with my family. And you know what? Anything could have been. They could have come into the car. They could have taken me. I would have gone. I wouldn't know where I am. So I say, I say these boys, maybe if they would have not called, but I did the same thing. Maybe had they not used their phone, it would have taken them. They would have, yes, done something to them, but they would have not it's- killed them. It's no, 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 no. I don't think so. Um, but anyway, anyway, uh, I, I, all of us as experience in either, either it's in, uh, I would say, in Harlem, in Yerushalayim, and Hebron. Believe me, I'm in Israel. I had a very, very, uh, a lot of experience with these guys. And uh, but why are the Arabs I, I, over there? Oh, why are the Arab taxes okay, okay. there? I, it's it's an issue by itself. You know, Kadosh Baruch Hu right now, right now, Kadosh Baruch Hu is trying to. To give us a sign, it's and if we don't see the sign that the police didn't recognize that the, the one uh, the, the the emergency call didn't happen it, that it's a really emergency it took fourteen hours until the the army start working about this fourteen or four hours fourteen fourteen, 14 hours until hours. they really know yes. that something is real yes. 14 hours that it's become like a, a really, really issue because it's coming like, a, a, and the police informed to the uh, Shabak 14 hours. Why? Anyway, why? but why? why didn't they take because, it? Why because, did Israel? because Akadosh Baruch Hu, when Akadosh Baruch Hu wants no, to I do something, he closed the like air. We don't have questions. But it does the Israeli, Israeli Shotrim, right? Israeli it doesn't Mishkara. matter. Do it doesn't matter. Like it can be Israeli, American. That if somebody, if Akadosh Baruch Hu wants now to blind us, and it will be blind us, and we don't see nothing. Just the, the idea that he wanted us, what I'm, and I would say that he wants us to get our prayer to be Amechad and realize, realize. And I can tell you that few years ago, when the first, the second the Lebanon war started with the three but soldiers, I was in Israel. we went to the Golan Heights. Okay, so this is this this three soldier was kidnapped and died over there, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. This this day was exactly the same day, exactly the same day when the Knesset, the the Parliament of Israel, decided to pass the law of the gays parade in Israel in Jerusalem. And what happened the same day? What happened in the last three weeks ago? Was the gay parade in Tel Aviv? And I'm telling you, it's not coincidence. And I just want to, I don't want to talk about it. I tell you, let's, we have so many phone calls right now. So, okay. But I, know, so, I just want to ask you one question, right? I want to ask you one question. If the, uh, uh, the police here, police in Israel, right? Police protect us. Suppose that Kajboko protect us, but they protect us, right? So if they got a call like this, why didn't they take it for real? What, they're getting so many crank calls? Uh, nobody, that's exactly, nobody knows. Nobody knows what so, happened. So right, so they, so, so according to us now, they were taken not, away. We said Nibu. We said Nibu. We said Nibu impression. If the grandfather had a wheel, she had a, she she become a bicycle. You know, but I tell you, this is nothing to do right now. That's happened. It's happened. And but, the light, the time. So why were the police taken away? Why? Uh, why did? They, why the, did? They, why did they put them off the force? Uh, all of them out. By the yes. way, yes, all of Why? them out. Lama. They, they were because they made a big mistake. Mistake. 
they made a mistake. Yes. Okay, but if you say it's not a mistake, Hashem... No, he didn't say it's not a mistake. They made a mistake because Hashem let them make a mistake. Okay, thank you. Hashem, Hashem made them do it. Yes. Hashem wanted them to do it to show Am Yisrael. Yes. Uh-huh. Thank you uh, so uh, much for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Be well. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, I have a very suggestion, very inexpensive and very efficient suggestion for the for Israel uh, uh, army. Let them put wherever they think they know that there is tramps, Bukharam or anybody goes for a tramp, they should put cameras there, watch by the police stations, watch by the police. They're going to avoid a lot of problems. It's very inexpensive and very, it would be very efficient. I think that what happened was clearly because Baruch Hu's plan I think that cameras, I think that the most sophisticated army would not prevent it. And I think that Hashem, I agree with you, it's not a bad idea. But I think that to be a Monday morning quarterback, to say what we could have done, should have done, the people that didn't excuse do Excuse me, job, excuse me. You're I'm right. sorry interrupting you. We have to do each tablets, right? 100%. That's why I said you have a good idea. Yes, because Baruch Hu will help. No question. But we have to do each tablets in order to do something. You're 1,000% right. That's why I said it's a good idea. And I didn't say not to do it. I said, but I think that we're still going to have Hashem showing us signs about how we have to dive. Yes, I do agree with you, but I think it would be a good idea to spread the word or to suggest somebody with you 100%. Okay. I what? agree with you 100%. Thank you for calling. It's a very good you're point. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Uh, I have a question. Okay, I'm so happy to hear a kid's voice. How you doing? I like to talk to kids. Ask me your question, Sadiq. No, this show is also... Um, awesome. What happened to all the... The Bacham were killed when they were still in the car. But what happened to all the Tfilos that we davened for the last couple of weeks. Oh. Such a good question. Dead, dead the whole time. Oh, so this is such a good question. question. So I say that Hashem wanted the tefillot because Hashem just wants us to connect with Him. And if Hashem gives us something to connect for, so then Hashem didn't want us to stop. So the tefillot go to Hashem. Everything that we say to Hashem, we pray for. We pray every tef- every tehillim, every Sacrifice we make to Hashem. So it went, evidently, for Klal Yisrael in general. But you asked an absolutely fabulous question. How old are you, Tzadik? Hello? How old are you? Eleven. Eleven year old. Mm. That is such an unbelievable question. You are a thinker, young man. I, I hope you're learning as much as you can because you're going to grow up to be a big time of Chacham. Amen. I want to tell you, Doctor. Yeah. You know, we, we learn in the... Korbanot, sacrified. Yeah. That you have put your end on top of the korban and basically transfer your everything. And right. I think all this tefillot was Am Yisrael Somech Yadav on this. Unbelievable. The, I never thought of that. That was our tefillah on the korban. the korban. And this is basically... You understand we, what, what Nisim said? Yeah. That when, when we bring a korban, so the Kohen puts his hands on the korban, we put the hands on the korban, and we say to, we say. We say tefillahs on the korban, and these were korbanis, and this was the tefillahs on the on the korban. It's unbelievable. Okay. Thank you for calling. Okay, thank you. I hope everybody heard this call and heard the lesson this boy just taught us. Okay, thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Baruch Hashem and you. Everything. Good. Thank God. Um, I just have a comment. Um. I'm just the first person to say, like, we never know the reason, the for sure 100% reason of why Hashem does what He does, and we can never say, you know, this is why and this is how, and we can't explain it, but we can only give our own our own human reasons for it. But I'm, I, I don't know why I'm the, I feel like I'm the only person who sees a coincidence between the fact that only a week before all this happened, the only words in the news were, IDF, Yeshiva Boys, Dressed, Yeshiva Boys, IDF, Yeshiva Boys, IDF. And now it's the same words, Yeshiva Boys and IDF, Yeshiva Boys and IDF, and nobody sees a coincidence. Right. 
And I just, well, uh, I just wanted to say that one comment. I, again, well, I'm not one. There's nothing not to talk world. about. It, it's, we we understand one thing, and this is nothing to do with. It's the historic fiber and the fact that Torah learning and Torah is the only thing that keeps Am Yisrael safe and alive. And that's not a speculation. It's not an opinion. It's not a, it's not a theory. It's a fact. And what you're saying is 100% true. That if we're going to mess with the Lom de Torah, if we're going to start messing around with Lom de Torah, then we're all at risk. The whole Am Yisrael is at risk. Every single Jew is at risk because we are messing with the, the, inner, the inner workings of how the world works. Torah is the only thing that keeps the world safe. Right. Right, so I just wanted to share that comment. I just felt Appreciate like I was much. just the only one who thought this way. I just felt a real no, you're uh, not. big. You're not, but it's very important to share. A real big match it. between the two uh, headlines. 100%. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. Calling. Have a good night. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, and um, I, w- I, w- I want to say that, uh, about the woman who called before about if they should have, you know, been called by cell phone or not, it's not clear at all if they were planning to kill them right away, and therefore the cell phone call could have helped them. I don't think we should be Monday morning quarterbacks to decide what to do by, right. by this cell phone. The second thing I want to say is that it, it, what she said about the police is at fault or is not at fault. They are at fault, but it doesn't mean that, 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 that they're not at fault because Hashem was geyser. A person is, faulty, is at fault even if Hashem decrees something, if he is negligent. There's no excuse well to said. say everything is good. Well said. I'm not. Well said. But uh, very well One said. And, and I agree with you, and that's why they were fired. And the truth is that, that we, have to make, we have to do what we have to do to do the right process to do their job. But, but the mm-hmm. fact what? is that sometimes, and, and that, that that we have to be zoche to see things. We have to be zoche to see things. And you know what? HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't always give us the ability to see things. You know, some of the most... Right. And, and that's also part of it. Sometimes I'll be... You know, my, when I was, when I was, when I was uh, first married, my wife dropped... Uh, her wedding ring on 16th Avenue. And she was looking for it and looking for it and looking for it. And I couldn't find it. And she was looking and I ca- came home and I was like plotting because I was newly married and like it <laughs> wasn't a small item. And I went, I said, and I went and I found it. And how, what wow. kind of chance is that? And it was near a sewer grate and I had these visions of it like washing out to like the Hudson River. I didn't know what happened. But Akash let me find it. Whether it was there beforehand and it wasn't, my wife is a pretty good looker. But whether she, but maybe Hashem wanted me to score extra points, so he let me find it. But the point of the matter is, it's all in the hands of Hashem. And he also what? picks those corbonists. The police are also corbonists. He picked them to get fired, too. <laughs> I, want, I want to say one more thing that um, um, this incident shows two things, I would say. Number one, that we cannot rely on so-called human rights groups or anything, you can see that the, the attention this Arab who was killed, who they don't even know for sure if it was criminal or nationalistic, is getting the world complete, unmitigated sympathy. Everyone right. is crying for them. Well, they, while, probably, killed their the own, boys, they probably killed their own teenager to, to, to tip, the, tip the scales. Right. But uh, Jewish teenagers got nowhere such near attention. And second of all, we cannot rely either on the IDF. They, they missed this search area, too. We, the only thing what you would say, quote-unquote, gained from such a tragedy is that we were mechazic in Tzila, Amuna, and Achtos. And right. so, therefore, I would say, That's right. That's right. A hundred percent. Very well said. And the truth is, we take nothing for granted. When the Israeli army goes in and wins a war or accomplishes anything, we need to understand that it's not their skill. It's not, it's not, it's not their training. It's Hashem. It's Hashem. Right. And, and that's the bottom line. And this just goes to show you that the most sophisticated, well-equipped army with Bedouin trackers and this and Batik and everything in the world couldn't find something that, was, that, that, that even an NYPD would have been able to pick up. I want to tell you something. This is uh, something that uh, I always uh, took me back 40 years, more than 40 years ago in the uh, Yom Kippur War. And I remember myself as a soldier in the first line. 
and I was sure that we and a small finger will stop the Egyptian and do, you know, just just a small uh, incident, you know. And then we saw the, the big the big end. And we saw also the big end that's the El Pas. And it is it's amazing. You know, I don't know if you if you if you right. heard if you heard the story. Yeah, I saw it. If you heard the story. I saw I heard it. The Yom Kippur War is an unbelievable yeah. miracle on the Egyptian front and even more on the Syrian yes. front. It's, uh, all, 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 all the front was was unbelievable uh, uh, stories, and I'm telling you, I was in Egyptian war inside, and really, uh, I, as as really young soldier, and was thinking so sure that we are the soldier can do whatever, and then finally found ourselves without nothing. So yeah, uh, this is we show me show us that only if Hashem shomer if Hashem lo ishmor shav ishmor shomer ear you know that if if God doesn't mm-hmm. help us nobody nobody can. And President Nixon sent in the help. Yeah. And after he was done, he got impeached. Yes. Poor guy. <laughs> okay, so we don't know. <laughs> he he has, was president yeah, to do that. Yeah. Cheshbonot shemaim. We don't know. Okay. You know what? Our time is really off. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You will take one more call. One more okay. call. Okay. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Um, I heard. I heard what Nisim just said like a few minutes ago that by Gisaris when you when you lean on the animal, right? Right. When you say to feel on the animal, yes. So, I feel like it's a very develop if you lean on the animal. It's like. It's like you're praying to it. No, you have to learn Korbanus. You have to understand, it's not, you're not praying to it. You're clearly praying to Hashem. And you're praying to Hashem about the sacrifice. No, yeah, if you do pray to the animal, then yes, you're right, it's the Vodazar. But you're not praying to the animal. There's certain, you can't say whatever you want. It's not like asking Hashem for whatever you want. There's certain tefillot. Ana Hashem, Kaprina. You would have tilim. When you read uh-huh. Tehillim, yeah. So read Tehillim. It's like you're praying to Hashem. You know, phrases, phrase Kadosh Baruch Hu. And by doing it, when you're phrasing, and first of all, as the best way to talk with the Kadosh Baruch Hu is talking to a, like a father, like a son, and like a kids to a father, and say thanks, Akarata Tov, to appreciate what right. Akadosh gives giving us every day. To say thank you, Akadosh Baruch Hu, would give us what what you gave us so far. Even we we don't have much. Even we have an empty cup. Thanks for the empty cup. That's right, because it's more than we deserve. It's more uh-huh. than we deserve. All right. Thank you. How old and, are you? Um, ten. Okay. Also, in this expression, Parashat Balak. Yeah. Weren't were, Balak and Balaam, there were two enemies? Yeah. So why are all suddenly they're going together against the Jews? Because there's one thing that always gets the world together, and that's <laughs> the Jews. They all agree on one thing, that they hate us. That's just the bottom line. They all That's one thing that they'll agree with, is that they don't like the Jews. Because the Baruch Hu makes it that way. Let me ask you something. When you're doing bad things at night, you don't want that the people see you, Right. Right? right. So right. when you have a light, small light, like the Jewish nation, you want to t- to disclose it. You want to close the light, and that's a problem. Uh huh. And that's why you have, they have the common uh, nominator. What do you call it? Common denominator. Denominator. Okay. We make them uh, feel guilty. Okay. So we uh, right now we want to repeat about the petition to the White House. And we want to repeat about ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a month. Let's, let's and you get know this we going. have a beautiful we have a beautiful uh, bumper stickers, beautiful and a magnet for the fridge. So if anybody that uh, thanks for calling, Tadik. So okay, so we are already now. We have some. We have a guest. We have a we have a guest from Israel, Avraham Levi, that he going he, he gave a show about this issue. And uh, let's hear him. All right, but before we hear him, I want to say $10 a month. Call up, give your credit card. We'll bill it every month. You'll see it just like your your internet, whatever 
Jadi, whatever that you have on your internet, you'll bill it. You'll be the best thing you ever did. $10 a month. If you get people to do that, it's not a lot. You spend more on coffee. You spend more on Danish. You spend more on, on buses. $10 a month. This is the new campaign. $10 a month, $120 a year. Not a big deal. You want to give more? Adarava. But at least $10 a month, every person could afford that for J Radio. This is Simple Cohen. Have a good night. Stay dry. And see you next week.